Welcome to Digging, a podcast where we dig into the heads of creators. In this series, we're focusing on the spark, the very beginning of inspiration for an artist, where it comes from, what you do with it, and where you go with it. We're aiming to focus on how and why artists get into their field. So if anyone is listening and wants to pursue music or art or writing professionally, these are the stories of people who have pursued it, how they did it, and then how little money they have now they've started. But please do not give up. If you are just getting into this, you are our beacons of hope and we are the wretches of evil clawing from the darkness at the fountain of youth. We aim for this to be as inspirational as possible, despite that previous sentence. I had a lovely little lockdown chat with Joey Donnelly, also known as Elkin, as an introduction to his music and his writing process. So where he goes from a blank page, the conversations that inspire his music and the little bits in his words that make up his songs. Uh, He released his debut EP earlier this year, which is available um, in all the places that people listen to music and his latest single, If Only It Was All Right Now, is also available online in all of the same places. So yeah, this is an introduction to music that hopefully you will also really enjoy. I found Joey's music very soothing, very cathartic and very lovely. So uh, hope you enjoy it. Here's a song about swear words. If anyone is listening to this podcast that we made If anyone is listening and they might be underage And please be aware that there are some naughty words If you don't know them now, you will by the end Have you been writing much during lockdown? Um, I've written one song <laughs> so in, this, one. in this most recent lockdown? In this lockdown, yeah That's good going Yeah, so these like three weeks yeah, it's, it's it's so I don't know. I just can't think of anything to write about. I yeah, I did, I wrote one song really. this year, like this I, year. Yeah, seriously. Fuck. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do anything. This well, especially yeah. in in the first lockdown where I was like, well, I've got look how much time I've got. I'm probably going to write a few albums over the next few yeah, months. <laughs> like I've just got so much time, and then like so many weeks in and I was like I think the thing I miss most is actual human interaction that's sort of like where I get yeah a lot of the songs from and because there was so much time it was like there was a weird amount of pressure to actually be able to come up with something so I just couldn't I just couldn't focus yeah. any efforts into writing something and then things started to sort of like formulate but then I was like trying to reteach myself how to actually finish a song it was so weird yeah yeah <laughs> it's really weird. You need to quite be fair, a lot all for... my songs are just like one thing anyway, so I yeah. need to think of one little bit and then I'm done. Right, okay, that, that's but that's exactly it. It's yeah. like even thinking of a bit was so hard. No bits. Came. Oh yeah, it was bit. It was no. bitless. <laughs> it was so strange. I'm from little bits. You just have like one little bit. What do you mean by that? You've got one little bit, and then that's your song. Well, I mean, because when like when I started like writing, when I started like writing the songs, and I always write like a nice little, like a nice little, I don't know, kind of like riffy, not riffy, but I can't think of the word, melodic kind of guitar part. Mm-hmm. I'd really like it, and then I'd find like lyrics to it and stuff and melody and that, but then I just couldn't figure out a chorus or anything. So I'd literally just extend that 
and just do that for a bit and like and then um i think it was my brother that showed me have you ever listened to talons um i don't think so like an american guy but like one of his albums is pretty much the same it's just like the same kind of like melodic thing all the way through and then Mm. some bits over the top so i was just like yeah that sounds really nice i'll do that as well fuck choruses yeah choruses are are for lamos yeah there was was this there was this dylan quote where he was just like i've never needed to write another section for a song (laughs) it was like it was kind of interesting until he started until he started writing other sections for songs but sometimes it is true you do just need like a verse that feels really satisfying and then it wraps itself up and then you don't really need a conclusion to that verse it's just it's sort of like its own melodic little holiday and then yeah, you come back. That's a nice like, way of thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely melodic yeah. holiday. <laughs> so where, yeah. <laughs> um, where, do you, where do you go from uh, a blank page? You've got nothing in front of you. Where do you start? Do you sit down and tell yourself you're going to write? Or do you just sort of, I don't know, almost like uh, sit around with like a fishing rod and you just like hopefully wait for something to bite? Yeah, um... I mean, I usually always write, like, I'll wait till it's dark. Oh, cool. like, put my fairy lights on and stuff. <laughs> really? Set the, yeah. set the mood. Yeah, I'll, yeah. like, set candles and stuff. Like, Romantic? Just make it nice in my room. <laughs> I'll, like, get a few beers or, like, a bottle of wine or something. Nice. And then I'll sit down and, like, I always just, like, find a nice tune in. Mm. and then just put it on a random put a cap on a random fret and then like just start a pad nice what do you and use then, for a pad um when i'm when i'm like writing and doing stuff i literally use these um it's like these church pads nice um but they just they sound pretty sick so yeah. i always put one of them on they're all they're all just on youtube Oh, and they're nice. on Spotify as well. There's like a little a pad for like every key and stuff. So <laughs> wicked. Whack I did one of them on. Yeah, it's yeah. well sick. I didn't know those existed. <laughs> yeah, they're well cool. I'll send you them through because they're yeah. like proper like atmospheric and like they sound pretty big as well. So it's sick. I like, I I'll love, use them to write with. I love the idea <laughs> of you sitting. You're sitting there lighting candles. And then you've got like church gongs going in the background. It already sounds like oh, you're, yeah. setting yourself, you're setting yourself up for kind of like a spiritual experience before you're even writing. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that helps you get into this particular writing zone. Yeah, that, probably, yeah I just felt like wine. get into that mood. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Does the bottle of wine help? Yeah. <laughs> just loosen up a little bit. <laughs> it, no, you're right. Well, actually, one of the things yeah. I was going to ask you, sort of, because there is... Um, I wouldn't say there's a looseness to it, but it's almost like when you're writing, you have quite conversational lyrics as if they're lifted yeah. from from actual conversations. Um, does uh, when you say you're sort of loosening up a little bit with like with a wine, with a beer, uh, yeah. does that does that help you sort of expand those conversations? Maybe help you get a little more honest. Maybe lift things from actual conversations. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Probably it's, it like, sort of rem- rem- removes that um, yeah the, f- the fear that we get right yeah yeah definitely because I remember yeah I remember writing the first like EP 
and then like listening back to it and I was just like I can't share this this is like too personal <laughs> like I've gone too far but yeah no I I, I like that about it so yeah exactly I'm I okay think it's with it. yeah exactly yeah. it's like going even further than the heart on the sleeve it's yeah. like you've got your entrails on your yeah. collar yeah, uh, what, yeah. Is, is there anything you wouldn't is there anything you wouldn't say in a song maybe you haven't got there yet but is there anything, anything you would release yeah I don't know. I don't think I've got there yet. Like, yeah, I feel like I've gone pretty deep in some of the new stuff, and I've like played it live, so it's kind of out there a bit. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think when it's a bit more like when it gets like really personal, I usually kind of mask it in like classic metaphors or whatever and stuff like that, mm. just so it's not so in your face right <laughs> yeah right. I, I, I know yeah i know what you mean do you um uh do you remember what compelled you to write your first song um I'm trying to think what my first song was I mean, I'm pretty sure it was probably just an ex-girlfriend, like, classic. For, I think it was, like, first love, like, broken up, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to write a song about it. And Ain't it just the way? Yeah. It's like the amount, of, yeah. the amount of beautiful songs or career trajectories that have been started from that first breakup. Like, yeah. do, you, do you remember what it was? Do you remember what the song was called? Um... I think the first one I did was, I think it's called Here on the Beach EP. Um, yeah, I think that was the first like full song I wrote. Amazing. Because I'd already like written like bits for other songs and mm. stuff, but that was the first one that I properly went through with. Sick. I think most, it's, that's, yeah. that's very interesting because I think most people... <laughs> don't release the first song that they've written. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've still got um, a recording of the first song that I ever wrote when I was, like, 11 or 12, and it's called, yeah. Sha- it's called Shadow Hawk, and it was me trying to be in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I'd ne- <laughs> I, I, I've only ever played it to, like, yeah. my parents and my best mate. Yeah. And it's still, I, it's still, it still gets sort of, like, brought out at Christmas, like a laughing stock. Like that's what I think. But um, I, don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I could ever play it to anyone. Yeah. So congratulations on letting your debut piece actually been yeah. released into the wild, into the world. Yeah, that's a weird thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all of that. Yeah, all of that um, EP, like, are all like the first songs. Well, I mean, first like that genre. Yeah. I was in like a rock band when I was in secondary school, which oh, yeah. was, was terrible. It was really <laughs> bad. But then we got really good. And then I started doing Elkin and then we ended up stopping and stuff. But what sort of music was that? Um I mean, in like in school it started out as like we were just doing like block party covers and like jet covers and stuff like that <laughs> nice. it was terrible um then yeah then we started like because basically there was three of us in it and then the guitarist left 
So I was like, right, I'll play guitar instead. And then, like, when we finally got it all together, like, I had, like, my guitar split through, like, a bass amp and a guitar amp as well. Nice. It was just guitar drums, and then and then it was very, like, screamy and, um, like, just all, like, riffs. Like, hardly any chords <laughs> oh, or anything. Man. Just, like, all riffs. Take me back to Riff um, City. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, but that was really good fun. Were you um, doing a lot of writing in that band? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, but yeah, I was just writing riffs and stuff. I never really, I never really did, um, yeah, folky stuff. Because I, I was in, you, sorry. Oh, well, well, I was just going to say, I just watched that documentary <coughs> on uh, Elliot Smith. And it's I find it interesting because I didn't really yeah. know too much of his uh background before he started playing the stuff that he got known for but he was the guitar player in a punk band in the really? uh, yeah in the, in the music scene in his town um and he yeah he was like it, it was it's heavy it's like it's pretty hardcore yeah punk music and then obviously he went on to write some of the most beautiful tender melodic acoustic songs yeah ever so it's really interesting how there's a similar trajectory i think um in both of your guys uh sort of like uh, careers so far but I think that's quite a common thread of people going from something very heavy very loud yeah. very raucous quite like riff based like you say to something yeah. that's like a lot more melodic a lot more uh, tender you know yeah I mean even like the riff kind of like playing the riffs kind of helped with being able to do the nice like melodic stuff on the guitar as well so I guess mm. it kind of it it works are there um, any of the same um, emotions yeah. in those two genres, do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I did find I was writing a lot about, I don't know, I was almost writing about the same, like, similar situations and stuff. Like, I'd be writing about breakups or, like, falling out with people or just things being shit and... Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was more that was being angry about it, and then now it's just like just being sad about it. I guess, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just giving the two, up on the, the two stages of acceptance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, similar situations, but yeah, uh, this is a, a a little bit of a confession on my part as well. But so I know I do this. Because I, yeah. I, I've started to realise uh, a lot the more I try and listen back to some of my music. Uh, but I, I, I think I steal quite a lot. I steal uh, sounds or ideas or riffs or melodic moments from other uh, music. Do you ever find yourself guilty of theft? Yeah. Um, I feel like I steal words a lot. Really? Like just certain words that... I'll like listen to in a song and I'll be like, oh, that sounds really nice. Or like things like, I don't know, like Phoebe Bridges always sings about like pickup trucks and like <laughs> cars and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's sick. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so literally cars this, are very this, yeah. songy, aren't they? Cars have a yeah. real songy quality. I write a lot oh, about they work, yeah. cars. And, but there's something so sort of, romantic and unromantic about British roads as well that I think needs to be talked yeah. about more, more in the sphere of song. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting point. I don't know why cars are so song heavy. 
it's weird isn't it <laughs> yeah it's really strange but you're right yeah. it's in everything i i steal yeah. a lot i steal a lot from phoebe bridges as well i have to say a lot of those uh, yeah. m- melodic moments and the way she sings certain words and stuff where i think yeah. it, it, it lies in your subconscious as well where you don't notice exactly what you're trying to replicate a lot of the time but then you'll listen yeah. back to a certain word or phrase that you just sung and you're like oh shit i'm literally trying to, i'm trying to be phoebe bridges yeah <laughs> It's one yeah. of those different no, things. Definitely it. Same with I'm I'm doing the same with Big Thief at the moment as well a lot. If I if I pick yeah. up, if I pick up the guitar and I I'm not really thinking of anything, and then I start playing something, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. Like 20 minutes yeah. later, I've realised that it's from an Adrian Lenker song, and that I've, I'm, yeah. just, I'm ripping it off again. And once again, I'm guilty of theft, and I have to be taken yeah. to the music police and stripped. <laughs> but luckily, that's not happening. Um, another yeah. question I was going to ask is about your uh so the, I, I really love the um beach ep you it's very oh, yeah. um, Thanks, man. ethereal ethereal sound yeah i've written and it's really well produced nice. um how creative do you get when the song is written and it's already finished and you're and, and then you're you're dressing it you're decorating it do you get creative when you're when you're helping produce the track yeah um I mean, like, the Beach EP was literally, um, like, everything was just recorded with um, an AKG C1000. Like, so, kind of produ- production-wise, like, in recording stuff, we there wasn't really anything, like, mad that we did. It was all pretty simple. But, like, I know, using a lot of kind of... Um, like plugins and stuff and yeah i always added like little bits and i think i found like a few instruments that have a few like yeah sounds and instruments and stuff that i liked just like on logic and then would always use them and like glock as well is literally on everything <laughs> um yeah i think it might be on every single track of that amazing that what, what draws what draws you to the mm. glock I don't know. I think it's just because the one that I have is just like a little. I don't know if I have one. Oh yeah, I have one over there, but it's like the little um, you know, it's like a kid's Glockenspiel, basically. Does it? Does it come in like a little, the... uh, like a little briefcase almost? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I love those. It's like this. Oh yeah, it looks like a little yeah. yeah. And then it, ah, fucking hell, I can't even get it open. Yeah, like a little yeah, light blue, little oh, it's beautiful, a light blue little briefcase. Yeah. I love the idea of you turning up to a gig with a guitar <laughs> in one yeah. hand, the handle in one hand, and that as like a little pale blue briefcase in the other, ready to break some oh, hearts. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, it was great. Like when I first started playing gigs, like I bought like a like a thirty quid keyboard. Mm. I was like that big, so I'd take that to the gig. I didn't have cases for it or anything. <laughs> then take that, like play pads off that, and then take my little Glock. And then Mikey'd do the pads and the Glock and stuff, and then I'd have my guitar. <laughs> that was good fun. Nice. Does it? Does, yeah. Do you um? 
have so I, I write a lot of notes on my phone I've got uh, uh, on my iPhone just like thousands and thousands of notes and usually if I've yeah. got a piece of music I then sort of like cross-reference it with a bunch of the notes I've got and see if any of them match the sort of mood yeah. do you write any of your notes down in a similar way yeah I do I have a folder in my phone yeah which is usually just like if I think of it it's always just like one line lyrics and mm. stuff like that and I'm just like Oh, that sounds nice. And then I'll yeah. put it in my phone and then, yeah. And then I really need to look back through that. I've probably got loads of stuff I haven't seen. Oh, in yeah. No, I, had to, I had to go through yeah. mine the other day and delete, like, I deleted over a thousand of them because so many of them are just serious. <laughs> yeah. And because it, it's just, it's, yeah. not, it's not even a good lyric or something. It'll just be the, the one, or like, I, I, I'll write down a, a thing I had from a dream. Or the one that one one of the ones that I remember yeah. that I was like, how am I ever going to put that into a song? The other day was it just said, "I am all five Spice Girls." Mm. I was like, how? <laughs> I'm trying to work out how that's going to go into like one of our songs or anyone's <laughs> songs. But it's still yeah, it's it's on its way. But I uh, I read yeah. that um, River, Rivers Kumo from Weezer uh, says that he has like a spreadsheet on his computer yeah. where he cross references all of loads all of the words that would that rhyme. Uh, in a particular column and then all of the words with certain syllables in another column and then he like he cross-references all of these words and phrases and right. internal rhymes and syllabic rhymes and multi-syllable components to just and that's how he's creating his songs at the moment I was like that's so organized and methodical yeah. like I just yeah. really I just sort of like cross my fingers in hope that the good song which delivers me a nice spell yeah <laughs> I, I i just love that there's yeah. there's so much so there's so many different techniques but there's so much techniques in yeah. that man's approach you know yeah yeah that's a mad that's a mad approach to yeah take but yeah. i think you're a little more similar to me in which we do just sort of yeah like cross our fingers a little bit yeah, I just kind of hope that the right thing comes along <laughs> yeah leave a pound under right, the pillow yeah. and hope that the song fairy delivers a song yeah <laughs> nice yeah man. that was Joey Donnelly also known as Elkin go check out his music online his um, debut EP Beach is really beautiful and works as both bath music and running music I've done both of those things, listening to his music, and both of them get an A-star thumbs-up review from the Sam man. Cool. Um, and he's got a new single out as well, which is very beautiful. You should also listen to that. Running and baths and running baths and running in and baths. All right. Hopefully we'll do another one of these soon. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, keep trying to support independent musicians. Bye.